welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we begin the Gospel of Luke. I'll use my English Standard Version Study Bible book introduction to help us get familiar with this Gospel. Though the third Gospel does not name its author, external and internal evidence authenticates Luke as its author. For example, it was known that the author was from the second generation of the early church, was not an eyewitness of Jesus' ministry, and was a Gentile. Because Luke traveled with Paul, his gospel was received as having apostolic endorsement and authority from Paul as a trustworthy record of the gospel Paul preached. Luke probably wrote his gospel in the early 60s AD. The theme of his gospel is the gospel is for all, both Jews and Gentiles. He also emphasizes the truth of the Christian traditions his readers had been taught like those who believe in Jesus, the Son of God, would receive the promised Holy Spirit, whom he gave to all who followed him. Luke may have had several goals in writing. First, to assure his readers of the certainty of what they had been taught. Secondly, to help his readers understand how Israel's rejection of Jesus and the entrance of the kingdom by the Gentiles was all in accordance with the divine plan. Third, to clarify for his readers Jesus' teaching concerning the end times. And fourth, to emphasize to his readers they need not fear Rome. What we can look for in the Gospel of Luke, the glorious story of the first Christmas, the parable of the Good Samaritan, counting the cost before beginning an undertaking, and Jesus Christ as the Son of Man. Because Luke was written by Dr. Luke, I thought it would be good to have a guest reader who was a doctor. So I got my own physician, Dennis Furr, to be our guest reader. Dr. Furr was born and raised in California. He graduated from Loma Linda University with a BA in psychology and biology. He headed for Kansas City, Missouri and attended Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences and graduated from medical school after moving to Denver. He is board certified in family medicine. He has practiced medicine in Southeast Denver for over 20 years with interest in nutrition, sports medicine, and lipid management. Dr. Furr attends Journey Church and does medical mission work in the USA and abroad. He is amazed by God's creation of the human body, and that's what drew him into medicine. He was married, but his wife recently went to glory, so he is dedicating his involvement in Ad Bible to her memory. Though Dr. Furr is our guest reader, we will also sprinkle in Faith Comes by Hearing's drama readings of the Gospel of Luke. So let's begin with Faith Comes by Hearing's reading of Luke chapter 1, which is 80 verses. So let's begin. Luke, Luke 1. Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us. It seemed good to me also, having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now while he was serving as priest before God when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, 
he was chosen by Lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord. And he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you, and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple. And he kept making signs to them and remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her.
In those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they would have called him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him, and his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit, and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, 
to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. To help us through the Gospel of Luke, I have selected three of my personal Bible reading journals. I've journaled my Bible reading since 1983, and this time I've decided to select three years in a row, 1994, 1995, and 1996. In 1994, I broke up Luke chapter 1 into two readings, one on the first day, reading 1 through 38, and I made no notes concerning that. Then the second day, I finished Luke chapter 1, 39 through the end, and I wrote, Lord, you intervened in Elizabeth's life and Mary's. You do great things for your people. What about me? And then I wrote, What then will this child turn out to be? What will I turn out to be for you? And then I finished with, Guide my feet into the way of peace. And I was referring to verse 79. The next year, 1995, I read all of Luke on one day. And I wrote, Angels have names. I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, according to verse 19. Same Gabriel appears to Mary that appeared to Zacharias. Mary was obedient to God's will, though it would change her life forever. God has plans. His plans are fulfilled through people. Elizabeth, Zacharias, Mary. And in the next year, 1996, I broke up Luke chapter 1 into three days of readings. On day one, I read the first 25 verses, and I wrote, Angels direct God's plan. When they come, they instill fear. But we need not be afraid. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. No baptism of the Spirit needed here. The next day I read Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 56. And I wrote, Angels are sent by God. And I was referring to verse 26. Elizabeth was in her sixth month. Mary stayed about three months. I wonder if Mary stayed until John the Baptist was born. Then I wrote, Let it be done to me according to your word. Doing God's will changed Mary's plans and her life. Was it easier for her? No. Being pregnant before marriage, being the mother of God's son, had to be different. Watching Jesus suffer and die as his mother. And then I wrote, Following God's will does not mean things always get better. And then on the third day, I finished Luke chapter 1 by reading verses 57 through the end. And I wrote, And the hand of the Lord was with him. And I was referring to verse 66. And then I wrote, I pray that for me and my kids. Because of the length of today's reading, I will be very brief in summarizing Luke chapter 1. First of all, let's look at verse 15. John, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. What a blessing. Secondly, the angel Gabriel shows up both to Elizabeth and to Mary. Verse 19, and the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Wow. Verse 26, In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Gabriel, who stood in the presence of God, was on assignment here on earth. Next, the virgin birth is announced by the angel. Verse 35, And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Jesus does not have an earthly father. He is the Son of God. And lastly, the baby John is born. His mission, his purpose, 
Go back to verse 16. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Also, let's look at verse 79. And you, child, would be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways. In Luke chapter 1, Dr. Luke describes the birth of John and the coming birth of Jesus. Both births orchestrated by God and announced by Gabriel the angel. What a start to the Gospel of Luke. What's our application from today's chapter? John and Jesus were special, but so are you. God had a purpose for their lives. He has a purpose for yours. He had a purpose for Zechariah and Elizabeth, and he has a purpose for Mary. Again, he has a purpose for you. Oh, you may not be the parents of a prophet or the parents of the Son of God, but your purpose is no less important to God. Take time after today's reading to hear from the Lord. Take time to check in on his purpose for your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the plan of redemption that's being unveiled and revealed here in the Gospel of Luke. Thank you for using people like Elizabeth and Zechariah to unfold your divine plan. Thank you for using John, and then thank you for using Mary. Almighty God, use us to fulfill your divine plan in our day. May we have the response like Mary. Let it be done to me according to your word. Use me, Lord. In your name we ask it. Amen.